This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. Desires of the heart are central to Ignatian discernment, but connected to desire is motivation. I've written previously about digging beneath your desires to discover even more basic desires. When we do this digging, we discover that our underlying core desires are either for God or for the ego. You could call these core desires our core motivations. In other words, any desire we have is motivated either by a love for God or a love for my ego. These are often manifested subtly in things like fears and values we hold. So my desire to follow a certain vocational path might be motivated not so much by a genuine desire or call, but by a fear of being unloved by my parents or even God. On the other hand, a choice to get involved in a social justice work might be motivated by a desire to work for truth, something I may deeply value. Or is it motivated by boredom, or so I can be valued by others? Do you see how important the question of motivation is to any desire we have? In some ways, Ignatian spirituality is dualistic in the sense that Ignatius sees two sources of influence over us, the good spirit and the evil spirit. Of course, discerning which spirit is influencing us is not so easy. In the first two insights in his Rules for the Discernment of Spirits, Ignatius indicates that the way the spirits work on us will depend on whether we are maturing or receding in our spiritual life. Are we moving toward God or away from God? Now, I would gather that most people listening to this are, in general, moving toward God. However, we can find that even throughout our day, we sense an ebb and flow in that movement. Sometimes we make choices that draw us away from God and toward our ego. At other times, it's blindness that takes hold of us, and so we're just unaware or making choices unconsciously. One tool to help us uncover our desires and their underlying motivations is the examine prayer. It helps you dig, even focusing you on one event, one thing that bothers you, one struggle, and the desires or possible actions that arise from it. What is operating below the surface? This is the work of good self-examination. I always say, if we don't know ourselves, we cannot know God. When we discover a motivation is fear or guilt, we need to ask ourselves, is that fear and guilt coming from the good spirit or the evil spirit? Do I believe this is how God operates? Our image of God can have a great impact on our motivations. Do we sense God is drawing us toward a choice or desire? Or do we feel driven to it, forced by obligation or guilt? Another tool is the Enneagram. The nine types of the Enneagram each have their own fears, desires, and values. If you know your dominant type, it may be helpful to ask how the various ideals, hopes, and fears of your type is at play. But since we encompass all nine types to varying degrees, it may be even more helpful to see how any of them are influencing your motivation. At the post that companions this podcast at godinallthings.com, there is a chart that 
lists motivations and fears and desires for each of the Enneagram types. There are fears of being bad, being worthless, being unlovable. Desires like authenticity, autonomy, stability, and drivers like anger, pride, and sloth. Take a look at the chart and see if any of the words you see are part of your own motivations to do something or react in some way. And does it have its source in God or not? The motivation for anything ought to be for the love of God and neighbor. When we discover the motivation is for something else, then we're uncovering something of the false self. We're not discovering something about who we are, but who we aren't. Our true self is not the same as our personality or our vocation. Our true self is simply one who is loved by God. All the other gifts and talents we have are simply there to live out of that true self. As Ignatius says in his Principle and Foundation, all things on the face of the earth are created for us that they may help us in prosecuting the end for which we are created. The question about motivation can come in handy when we find ourselves in a place of shoulds. I should do this or that. Why? What is the motivation for that should? Instead of starting with the should, we can take the reverse approach. Ignatius invites us to reflect on the three questions, what have I done for Christ, what am I doing for Christ, and what ought I do for Christ? Rather than digging below a should to discover the motivation, start with the motivation of God and let that inform the action you take. This is truly being a contemplative in action. Remember, desires have their source either in God or the ego. By digging below the desires and discovering the underlying motivations, we can discover the true source and then more intentionally make a choice. This can happen in the moment, in small choices, like the way I respond to someone or how I spend my time. This work of intentional digging into our interior serves an awakening, becoming more conscious, so we can allow God to have a greater influence in our life. For more resources on Ignatian spirituality, including a five-day email retreat, visit GodInAllThings.com.